Our guest today is Boyd Lee with CK Energy. And Boyd, thanks for coming in today. Good to have you. Hi, George. Uh, always, always nice to be here. All right. So, uh, hey, summertime is here finally. And <laughs> uh, the air conditioners are working overtime already. They are. Yeah. They are. And, uh, you know, in the old days, I used to say, crank them down, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know, enjoy that cool. Uh, burn some kilowatt hours. But I tell you what, nowadays... Um, people are looking the other direction. They want to. Bu- they want to burn less. <laughs> right, and and you have to suffer a little bit if you want to do that. I guess, right? Uh, so, you do. Yeah. So yeah. I just remember my first experience in Oklahoma. You know, I, I never experienced the heat uh, you know, that we had that we have, and so that took me a little bit getting used to. I didn't have an air conditioner in my car. Mm. Uh, or I'm, I don't remember having an air conditioner in my house, either in uh, Michigan or Colorado when I lived there. So When I grew uh, up in Oklahoma, we did have air conditioning, uh, but it was called swamp coolers. So, uh, yeah, I remember and those. I was the swamper. <laughs> <laughs> if Dad needed it a little uh, cooler, I went out in the heat with the garden hose yep. and sprayed swamp coolers. So. Are they still around? I, don't, I haven't seen any in a long no, time. I haven't uh, seen any yeah, in years and yeah. years, but uh, I definitely remember them. Right, right. <laughs> so it just uh, how far we've come in just a few short years and uh, uh, you talked about uh, you know people wanting to crank up the power and uh, is there some concern with that because of what happened with the polar vortex we'll get into that a little bit more but uh, I know I think I think people are are thinking about that since well, we had such a crisis back in February yes and that. and they do need to think about it um, uh, as a matter of fact they issued uh, an alert yesterday now this was an alert without any um, uh, precautionary measures or anything it was like at that. The ozone alert, right? Uh, no, or, this was an alert oh, on electric, the system, on, on yes. the grid. Yes, I did not hear just that. to uh, be prepared uh, this year if if there's ever any times when uh, the uh, the production on the grid is getting close to the demand on the grid, then they'll issue warnings that uh, will begin to start having some some real warning to it. Yeah, but they just want people to be aware. It's interesting that we went years without really hearing anything about that. Then all of a sudden, we have this big crisis hit, and now it's kind of a top-of-mind awareness uh, anymore. George, it's, um, we were just talking about this earlier. Um, it's a combination of things that's going on. The, we've never really been short on power. Um, in the fossil fuel world, we had coal plants, we had gas plants, we had... Even in the in the worst days, we had diesel plants. Right. Hydroelectric. We had right. hy- hydroelectric, yeah. but a limited amount. But nevertheless, we had it. Well, now we have uh, an, an influx of wind power and solar power. And those all sound great. And they really do produce power until they don't. And um, at that point, the fossil fuel-fired plants are mothballed or they're down for maintenance or anything like that. And so if those environmentally friendly power sources go away or trip up um, for a period of time, we're stuck. And that's what happened back in uh, February uh, during the polar vortex. Uh, Those sources went away, and there wasn't enough gas and and coal available to supply the needs, therefore rolling blackouts. Mm -hmm. Texas got hammered by it. We were very lucky in Oklahoma, but there's still lots of uh, painful ramifications coming from that. Yes, yes, uh, we're paying going to be paying for that for years. Yes, uh, which I guess is better than having to pay it all in one lump sum because uh, 
I, I don't I pay my bill electronically and I don't even see it so I have <laughs> I have no clue uh, but at least you know it's manageable a couple dollars or I don't know even know what the extra price is a month for for my energy bill but uh, we don't know yeah. yet um, the the market settles over a period of months and that's the thing about the uh, um, Southwest Power Pool and the Texas ERCOT market and things like that. You have different settlement periods that occur. You have corrections that occur throughout um, a period of time. Once all of those are settled, it's literally six to eight months after the problem occurred uh, before you really know what your total liabilities are. Uh, some companies will um, uh, start returning that or, or requiring that payment immediately upon knowing it. Some will uh, adjust their rates beginning the following year, and then it'll go forward from there. Uh, it just remains to be seen what those total costs are and the best way to fit them in to be paid for, but they do have to be paid for. So let's talk about some ways we can reduce our electricity use. And I know that's uh, uh, we all have to make some sacrifices, which we kind of mentioned earlier, but there are some things we can do to uh, cut down on our electric bills, right? Absolutely. Um, you know, it doesn't take a lot of money to button up your house to where it's more efficient. Um, but, you know, it's one, of the, it's one of the things that goes unchecked in most people's homes forever, and, and that's attic insulation. I mean, it just doesn't cost that much money to pack your attic with good insulation. And uh, it doesn't cost that much money to caulk up your windows. Um, if you've got, um, you know, old windows, uh, you, can, you can get replacement windows for a fairly decent price. Now, there's some places you can go where uh, it'll take mm. the next five years salary to put new windows in. Well, those are too high. You don't have to spend that kind of money on windows. Do some research. Yes, yeah. do some research. There's plenty of good windows out there that don't cost you an arm and a leg. Um, you know, a lot of people have turned to putting in um, solar panels and things like that. Yeah, you can reduce your electricity consumption from who you buy it from, but you will not uh, reduce your cost in your home. A solar panel doesn't fix anything. It just changes who you pay for your power. Um but if you want to fix the house, you've got to fix it physically. And that's uh, insulation and, and weather stripping and uh, caulking and all kinds of things like that. Now, do you have some uh, folks at CK Energy that can come out and help folks at least uh, determine what they could do to uh, yes, we do. make your home um, more energy efficient? We've, we have contracted with a, uh, um, a precision home um, service out of Lawton. And um, uh, he does energy audits on our behalf. And he'll come out and he puts a blower door in the uh, front door of the home. And it pressurizes the home or depressurizes the home. And with that, he can find where the, uh, the biggest areas of infiltration are. He can also um, check out your ductwork for leakage and things of that nature. He takes uh, infrared camera shots. And he can show you... Um, right there in front of your face on a hot summer day it doesn't matter uh, but pictures of the parts of your house that are just not cutting it and uh, that's a great service is that a free service for your ck energy yes it is folks okay yeah and just call and make an appointment and they'll come out and help you out yeah so. that's right 
All right. Uh, so CK Energy has uh, uh, has been with uh, the combined Caddo Electric and Kiowash Electric. Electric for about six years now, and I guess that's going pretty well. It is going very well, George. Um, that was a uh, uh, basically you've heard this statement before. That was a marriage made in heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the they were a small co-op, but they had a good bit of uh, oil and gas commercial load. We were a much larger co-op, but we were heavily residential. And so the two mixed together um, have, have just been a great complement to our, our overall load factor as a, as a utility. And though most people don't know what that means, the higher the load factor, the lower the wholesale cost of power. So just take that for what you, what you think that's worth. But uh, in, in terms of, of economics, it's worth a lot. The other thing is, combining two cooperatives, you, you no longer need two staffs, uh, no two managers, just one, uh, no two operations managers, just one, no um, strategic planning marketing person, just one. And so through attrition, uh, nobody lost their jobs, but through attrition, that's uh, retirement, mm-hmm. um, we started off with uh, 114 employees and now we have 92. That has made a huge difference in our bottom line. And so um, all of that said, and with the economies of scale that have kicked in and our different programs that we've run, um, as it stands right now, uh, CK Energy members are not going to feel the pain from the polar vortex in February. And um, that's huge. At all? At all. Really? That is our that is our board objective and plan. We know they won't for the first you know couple of years. But we, we think, based on our financial forecast and where we are as a cooperative, they will not uh, uh, be paying for that. And a lot of others won't be able to say that. Wow. Let's talk about uh, the system a little bit. And uh, we've had a, a very quiet spring as far as uh, severe storms go. Uh, but uh, I think the, the ice storm last October <laughs> probably was uh, – a little bit devastating to a lot of the power companies out there. Uh, it definitely was, and uh, we were we were the hardest hit in that one mm-hmm. uh, at, amongst co-ops. And, um, of course, OG&E was blown apart mm-hmm. on that one as well. But uh, um, it has been a mild spring. We want it to continue to be a mild spring. Uh, we, it seems like this region it has been hit so many times in the last 10 to 15 years with ice storms and tornadoes and things like that, we we just need some calm for uh, a decade or two. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, really. But anyway, uh, addressing that, um, we're all back up. Everything's uh, right. buttoned up and fixed, of course. But we are in the process of a many, many uh, million dollar mitigation project through uh, FEMA, which um, it, it's it's still being uh, put together, but as soon as it goes through, we are going to start hardening. Um, it's a, I don't know the total number, but it's um, hundreds of miles of line that is susceptible to ice damage. Uh, they're mostly east-west lines. Uh, they are, uh, many of them are in the northern part of our territory. And uh, What area is that? Uh, that would basically? be Mustang, El Reno, uh, Union City. Um, North Minko, all out. Uh, Binger. 
yeah, bigger yeah. area. Mm-hmm. And then we have another area down south, which is uh, uh, going to be a part of it too. That's really needing it is surreal and cement uh, that area. So we're going to be rebuilding, and what they allow us to do, uh, FEMA will pay for seventy-five percent of that, and so we're only on the hook for twenty-five percent as a cooperative, and that of course is is spread over. 30 years so uh, the the impact that's felt by the customer is really negligible you can't see it uh it just it just sets our debt you know right. 30 years forward so are we just talk about electric lines or utility yes. poles too or no it's poles and lines wow. we'll uh, uh they allow us to uh shrink the distance between poles and which uh, makes them less likely to gallop and uh uh, the weight of the ice to uh, cause multiple uh, cascades of mm-hmm. poles falling down. Right. And yeah, so it's kind of like dominoes, right? Oh, it yeah, definitely one, is. One goes down and several follow, yeah. If you've never experienced the quiet night of an ice storm, 17 poles in a row snapping, the sound of that, that you, you've... <laughs> You've missed one of life's great events. <laughs> kind of like a solar eclipse or something like uh, that. <laughs> it's incredible, but unfortunately, when that happens, it's down for days. Right. So. And so, CK Energy, how many how many counties do you serve? I guess uh, you know. I think we're in parts of nine mm-hmm. counties. Um, and I'm hoping you don't test me on. I'm not. I'm gonna <laughs> not gonna ask you today, but <laughs> but we go. You know, if you if you. Uh, go as the crow flies. We go from Mustang all the way out to Leedy, mm-hmm. to Loga, you know, way right. out mm-hmm. there. Then we go south to Lone Wolf, and uh, then back over across at an angle up through Apache and uh, Surreal and Cement, and back up north to Verdon and and to Minko, and then back to Mustang. There you so, go. So big area. Pretty, big area. So comparatively to some of the other co-ops, are you about? Are you all about equal, or I guess it's probably from an so. area standpoint, yeah. we are probably uh, among the top two or three mm-hmm. in area. Um, we are uh, from a meter standpoint. We're, we're also in the top two or three, but we're we're still way smaller than like OEC out of Norman. They're uh, they're so suburbanized. Uh, they've got lots more meters than any of us around. So if somebody wants to build a home out in the, in the county somewhere, so they've got options, right? I would think in some areas they can either do well, if they're on the if they're or, on the lines of uh, allocated service territories, then mm-hmm. yeah, there could be an option. Uh, if they build, most of the time they're going to be in an allocated service territory of either uh, CK Energy, OEC, uh, Public Service of Oklahoma, or OG and E, and um, there is no option when they're in that kind of territory mm-hmm. all right so let's talk about uh, some services you provide i know you're big uh, supporting uh, schools and a great scholarship program and some uh, great summer camps uh, for kids right yes um all of the ones that haven't been on hold for yeah. the for the <laughs> for <that>. woo flu <laughs> oh i've not heard that term i'm gonna start using that <laughs> well that, that that may get me shot as i walk out of the door <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um Anyhow, um, yes, we do have lots of school programs. The uh, um, the seniors in high school, well, yeah, seniors. Mm-hmm. I think we give away um, eight thousand uh, dollar scholarships every year. Um, 
the youth tour contest, which has been on hold for two years, uh, is where we send a couple of winners to uh, uh, Washington, D.C. Um, actually, we send four now. Since, uh, since we consolidated, we went to four. So, um, uh, and then the high school juniors, they all participate in that. Besides those four winners to Washington, D.C., we also have four scholarships as well. Then the eighth grade students, we have uh, Energy Camp, uh, and that's up at the Methodist uh, Camp uh, southeast of Hinton. Mm -hmm. Great camp facility up there. So, yeah, we, we, we stay pretty involved with, with the kids. You have a little newsletter that goes out, right? Yep, the Buzz. The Buzz. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's a it's a uh, eight page newsletter. It, it comes out as an insert in the Oklahoma Living Magazine, which is our uh, statewide organization, mm -hmm. uh, in their newsletter, and and it's always got good stuff in it. We try to we try to keep all of our our uh, articles on local special interest, uh, you know, people. Mm -hmm. uh, we wanna we wanna highlight the cool aspects of our of our area you should appreciate that cool one we do yeah. we do <laughs> so as a co-op you're you're member owned so you you reap the benefits of uh, how things go right so you reap the benefits and you pay yeah, the price that's right <laughs> <laughs> yes um um i know that that sounds bad but but um frankly i think the member owned aspect of the cooperative uh is is the greatest um oh what's the word i'm looking for the greatest value um to purchasing electricity from a co-op you're gonna get um yeah you in most cases you're probably gonna pay a little bit more we are rural the number of meters we serve per mile is is uh, in our case uh three and a half in wow. uh, OG&E's case or pso's case it's 55 and their mile costs the same as our mile, so yeah, it's uh, uh, it's probably a little more expensive uh, to pay rural. But hey, you're in the rural. That's area. right. There you, are, there are benefits. Yes, to you're living not in congested. Yes, that's right. So it all depends on how you look at it. And I mean, there most people are uh, are are thrilled to be a part of a, a member-owned co-op. They where they're they're a name and not a number. And there is a there's a board that uh, yes. there's a, a board that's elected. Yes, and believe me, um, every decision they make impacts their own water wells and houses and barns and things like that. So uh, they're actually more um, intuitive to the thoughts and feelings of the member than the corporation commission is, mm -hmm. because they live it. I mean, they 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 pay the same bills you do. And so, who, can you talk about uh, some of the board members? Yeah, um, the uh, the ones closest to the Cool 105 uh, service territory uh, is uh, Steve Sweeney. He's over uh, uh, near Apache. Um, we've got Mark Slimp over at uh, uh, Gracemont. Uh, we've got Fred Reuter, Dr. Fred Reuter. He's up at um, uh, Houston, which is uh, southwest of uh, El Reno. Uh, he covers, uh, his district covers Mustang, and uh, it's what we call the city district. <laughs> um, we've got uh, Glenn Props. He's over in the uh, the Binger area, and uh, uh, up until a couple of years ago, he was our longtime president of the board, and um, he stepped back from those duties a couple of years ago. We've got Gary Brewster, who's a uh, 
insurance agent over at Fort Cobb, mm-hmm. and Walter Herbachi, who's down at uh, uh, east, I mean west of Apache in the Boone area, and uh, Don Payne, he is uh, Mountain View and all down Saddle Mountain. He's got the sparsest po- populated yeah. district. Uh, miles and miles of beautiful <laughs> plain country. <laughs> beautiful out there. Beautiful out there. Yeah. So. Got uh, John Shoffley down at Lone Wolf. Um, let's see. Uh, You've got about all of them, I think. No, That's, I still got three uh, more, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't put you on the spot on the rest of them. Right. Unless they happen to come up. Yeah, <laughs> so, there you go. That's a, that's a huge board. They meet, I guess, monthly and go over things. and. Yep. You know, yeah, it's uh we've got a twelve member board, and um, at first we thought, okay, that's going to be kind of tough because we'd always just had a nine member board, but um, when we consolidated, uh, the Kiwash board came in and their their percentage of overall meters uh, suggested that they uh, that their board would become three members, and ours would. Uh, uh, would still be nine, and so because we we were seventy five percent of the of the new, and so um, um, they were worried obviously in the beginning that maybe their representation might be too light in the West District, but everybody came to realize it doesn't matter. We're all the same co op now. You're not losing any representation. It's just based on the the uh, meters and right. where they're at, and um, I mean it's. It's old hat now. There's still some people that still call us Caddo and sure. call us Kiwash, but um, most always now it's CK. Energy. Well, they've been around. What's the history? I mean, uh, uh, since 1937. Yeah, 1937. So that's yeah. uh, 80 plus years already. Yes. So goodness yep. gracious. Yep, so. 84 years uh, we've been in business now. Only only six as CK Energy, but uh, it's been a great six years. Now I was I was accustomed to it because I didn't. Uh, spend my entire career at one co-op. Um, I started in 1982 at OEC in Norman, and I've been at Alfalfa Electric, and I've been at Western Farmers. And um, some people think that they all got sick of me and kicked me out <laughs> down the road, but um, I've been at uh, Caddo CK Energy now for uh, 16 years, and it's I love it. So. Let's talk about your car. Yeah. So <laughs> you had a little electric car, the Spark. No, was it, it, was the, the, it was the Chevy the Bolt. Bolt, the B, the B O L T, the yes. Chevy Bolt. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and um, a good friend of mine that works over there at the co-op, Tommy Hannigan. He's a city councilman at Binger. He uh, affectionately referred to me as uh, the Pizza Man <laughs> because um, uh, we we got the car. It was originally all white. And uh, we took it up to Lettering Express in Oklahoma City and made it look like a pizza delivery car. <laughs> we put uh, billboards all over it, right, you know. Right, right, right. But we were just promoting electricity. I didn't mind driving it. I thought it was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But it was small, and um, I paid my dues and drove it for 103,000 miles. Never had a lick of trouble with it. And then... They rewarded me. I got the next level up, and I got the new Mustang Mach-E, uh, all-electric car, and with a 300-mile range, and it's just fabulous. Great car. And we see electric charging stations going up uh, all over the state now. Everywhere. And, There's you know, a bunch right yeah, here in Chickasha. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, they built a new hotel. They've got yep. electric uh, charging stations there, and yep. so there's and four there's, down by Walmart, yep. mm-hmm. by China Dream. Yep, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, all over the place. So talk about your your staying. Obviously, it's <laughs> got to be pretty nice. So it is, and uh, um, it it goes real quick. <laughs> <laughs> now, just between you and me, I drive speed limit everywhere, right? Except where I don't, <laughs> and. Uh, it's really fun passing people because you can just get around them in a flash and then let off the gas. And because it has regenerative braking, you don't ever have to hit your brakes if, if you time it right. You just let off the, the foot pedal. Mm-hmm. And I said gas. Say gas, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let off the ions and and uh, it immediately, that engine brakes you and you're back to the, to the true speed How limit about and that? nothing flash. Interesting. So, yeah, it's uh, it's really good, and I tell the board if if I ever get a ticket, it's advertising. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know they're coming out. Uh, uh, Ford's coming out with the, the electric F one fifty. Yes, there are electric semis. Uh, yes. uh, I don't know if they're on the road, but I know they're developed and there's prototypes, and so there's a lot um, of changes coming, yeah. George, in automobiles. And the number one thing that that we want people to understand is we're we're not buying these. Uh, to be toys. I mean, I yeah, I have fun with it, uh, but they're not toys. These are, this is a true research and development project by CK Energy so that uh, we want to know what it's like driving them. We want to know, um, do you ever have to fix them? Uh, what's, we want to know how to answer every question that a consumer needs to ask about uh, electric cars so that we can inform them truthfully. And uh, so that's why that's why we buy them. We're, we're going to buy a couple of the uh, uh, electric all electric pickups and put some of our guys in them. We're gonna we're gonna drive the wheels off of them. Mm-hmm. See see how they work. Um, just so we know how to advise our members, and uh, and that's the whole thing behind it. Um, yeah, when you hear the term Mustang Mach E, some of the um, rate payers might think, well, why in the world are you buying fancy cars like that? Well. The, the deal here is that's the one that was available, and it's not near as expensive as the Teslas. Right, they're true. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, it's got the fancy name Mustang, but it's uh, it's just a it's an everyday driver. Right. It's a good car. Now, can CK Energy uh, owners get an electric charging station, I guess, at their homes and businesses? That, we will that- come out and... Uh, uh, we've w- made this offer to uh, anybody that buys an electric vehicle. We will equip your home with a uh, with our electricians, and we've got licensed electricians. Uh, we will come out and wire in a a 50 amp uh, plug uh, in your home at our cost. Uh, now you'll you'll most of the car manufacturers now are providing, uh, especially the upper scale cars are providing a level two char- charger mm-hmm. with the purchase so all you need is the plug-in because you've got the charger now if you want a special charger at your house or whatever you'll you'll still have to buy that but we'll we'll do the wiring for you to set it up um at our expense so that's that's our offer to you and that's a that's a several hundred dollar value um to do it how long does it take to recharge the battery um well, I came home last night, uh, and I think I was down to 52% on the battery. And um, 
uh, I've got Ford Pass on my phone, so it, it alerts me whenever it's uh, fully recharged. And I think I think it was about five and a half hours uh, that it sent my phone the alert that it was fully charged. And so uh, it just depends on where you're at when you plug it back in. If I'm only down 10 or 20 percent, it only takes a couple of hours. So how far down have you ever had it? Uh, I've, I've had it down twice under 10% uh-huh. just because I, I was just trying to fully discharge, deeply discharge the batteries mm-hmm. and, um, uh, utilize some of those cells that don't ever discharge, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, same time to ch- recharge it or does it take a little longer? No, if yeah. I go down that deep, it'll take, uh, all night. It'll take mm-hmm. 10 hours, 10 right. to 11. Um, now if I'm on a, a level three charger, uh, like some of these, uh, the one uh, there's a couple out at uh, the McDonald's on the interstate that will charge at 100 kW. Um, I only have to sit there for 20 minutes to get 30. percent So the ones on the interstates are going to have the bigger yeah they're bigger charging deals. So. Now the the newer cars, uh, the Chevy Bolts are still limited to uh, a maximum charge rate of 36 kW. Um, and that's just that's a design feature of those batteries. Um, these the latest generation of cars like the Mustang Mach E, the latest Teslas, and and the Volkswagen HD4 that's coming out is beautiful little car. Yeah, um, Cadillac's got a Cadillac. Yeah, yeah, uh, and there's a bunch of them. They uh, they will charge up to 125 to 150 kW. So uh, and those are pretty rapid. Uh, example yesterday, my my brother and I drove northwest Oklahoma testing uh, charger the charging network. Uh, for the last time, we did a one year quarterly test on all of them across the state. Anyway, um, uh, we stopped at Gore's Travel Plaza, and uh, I needed thirty five percent charge to get up to eighty percent. That's where the level three chargers will take you to eighty percent. Uh, batteries get too hot, and so they won't go any further than that. But um, had needed 35%, and it was going to take 18 minutes to do it. We went inside the bistro, ate a grilled chicken salad, finished up, got out to the car just as it was finishing up. So <laughs> Good deal. <laughs> Got to love technology. It's a little scary sometimes, yeah. but, um, but uh, fascinating uh, information. Boyd, thanks for coming today. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll have you back uh, again. Uh, Always enjoy enjoy it, George. Boyd Lee with CK Energy on our Real Estate Today program today.